championship. His going to the Hall of Fame. Lambo leaping in the crowd because we won the game. Money at the last second. MJ in the veins. Popping bottles in the crowd. They screaming my name. Championship, baby. Championship, baby. Hey, yo. Welcome back to Buckets on Loco. You know what it is. Uh, episode 36, 7? 36 slash 7. <laughs> Until we figure this out. Um, hope everybody been doing good. Uh, been going through different little trials and tribulations of life. So we about a day late, I believe. Uh, a day or two late. So you still gonna get your buckets fixed. Um, so yeah. I won't waste too much time. Uh, you know, we're gonna get into the basketball. We got the trade deadline coming up. But I wanted to congratulate Drew Brees, uh, quarterback for the Saints. Just announced his retirement. I wanted to congratulate him on a fantastic first ballot Hall of Fame career. Super Bowl win, uh, beat Peyton Manning in that Super Bowl. Um, he retired with the most yards, most completions, most accurate quarterback of all time. Uh, dude was a baller, short quarterback. He's the reason why you have a Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, uh, Baker Mayfield. He never had wheels like them, but I'm talking about as far as breaking that narrative of you have to be 6'3", 6'4", type shit to be, <clears throat> excuse me, a successful quarterback. He broke those narratives. So I just wanted to send a special shout-out to Drew Brees. Uh, Y'all know I love football. I always got to mix a little football in with this. Um, I won't get into all of the free agency stuff probably until next week because we still got more stuff going on. I will say Tampa Bay, they re-signed all of their guys. Still waiting on Antonio Brown right now, but – yeah, that's just going to happen. So, I think – actually, I'll save my predictions for football for another day. <clears throat> so, man, uh, the NBA, we are off of All-Star break. We back playing games now. Um, we are a week away as of today from the trade deadline. So, today I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Won't be any buckets of brick this week. I'm going to talk about some teams and talk about, you know, some trades that I think they should make uh, to become better. And before I do that, uh, make sure when you go to buckets, you go to your buckets link. When After I post this link, under that link, make sure you check out your Amazon Prime, get your 30-day free trial. That's always posted. If you haven't already, I don't know what you're waiting for, but go check that out. And uh, so, let's go. Let's get into this thing. First off, I would like to send a shout-out to the New York Knickerbockers. Um, Man, I cannot say before the season I would have thought y'all would do anything at all except be trash. But, um... Y'all are a top 
sixth seed, I believe, as we speak right now today. Uh, in the East, y'all are firmly in the playoffs right now. And, uh, man, I mean, congratulations. Julius Randle playing like a fucking stud. Um, <clears throat> you got my man Tom Thibodeau over there. And I just want to say, Tom Thibodeau was successful in Chicago. He's successful first year in New York. Only place he was not overwhelmingly successful was the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that's because they're fucking garbage and they shouldn't have a team. Take Send that team to Seattle or <clears throat> some, some, some other place. Uh... That team, they, they they just drain you. The building just turns you into a loser. Uh, I think that is the worst franchise in all of the NBA, has been for a long time, and I will shit on them every single chance I get. So the last time they went to the playoffs, they had Tom Thibodeau and, you guessed it, my nigga, Jimmy Butler. But anyway, off of the Timberwolves, they don't deserve no time. But, yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to the New York Knicks. So, with that being said, I'm going to get into five, six, seven teams, break down a little bit, uh, some trades I think they should make, right, to to get better, to get to the ultimate goal. <clears throat> I'm going to start in the East. Now, I believe – in the one seed, they only up a half game over Brooklyn, who just got Blake Griffin, and I think that was a, a major pickup. I was watching TV, and uh, they didn't really agree. It was just like a marginal pickup. They think um, – they believe that, you know, Blake Griffin won't help much. I think that's completely crazy. Uh, Blake Griffin is not the Skywalker that he used to be. Injuries took his athleticism, but he's a very smart player. He shoots the ball well. He passes the ball well. He can bring the ball up the court, and he can rebound. So I like it. Uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> man, I really – I don't want to root for these people. I don't, I don't want to root for Brooklyn because I cannot stand Kyrie Irving. Um, I consistently say James Harden is a choker because he has choked in the playoffs numerous times. But um, he balling out right now. But then again, he ball out every regular season, right? So, I, I, right now, I think Philly – got the best chance of any in the East of beating them. I don't think they can do anything with Joel Embiid. But with that being said, let me go ahead and get into this. So, as I look at Philadelphia, I feel like they need shooting. And I think they need another point guard. Because every – y'all have to remember, man, in the playoffs, things are different. The game slows down. You got a team and they get to prepare for you for, you know, however long the series goes. This, this just isn't one day in Miami and then after that we go to another town. It's not that type of shit. So you already know what Ben Simmons' weaknesses are. And I believe it's hard 
um, to get to your ultimate goal when you have a glaring weakness that big that this man just don't shoot. You don't have to guard him uh, until – I mean, do he, he don't shoot mid-range shots either. So you don't really have to guard him anywhere except the rim. And that's bad. So when I see Philly, I think making a trade for uh, Eric Gordon uh, from the Rockets. He's not a point guard, but that's more shooting. And you can always use more shooting when, when you Philly. Uh, Eric Gordon, I'm going to start with him because I think that one's probably the easier, the easiest to obtain. Uh Joe Harris from Brooklyn, that'd be big if they could get him. Um, Lonzo Ball, I think I would really, really like Lonzo Ball in Philly because now if you get a Lonzo Ball, I got two defenders on the on the wing, real solid. I got I got Ben Simmons, and I got Lonzo Ball. Who who was shooting? His little brother put some juice in him. His little brother put a battery in his back. He's shooting his ass off right now, and so uh, I think he that actually might be my favorite. I had Kyle Lowry now here as well, uh, who was also a dog defensively, um, overcame his playoff woes. Lonzo Ball, a Kyle Lowry, I think would definitely definitely make me feel like. They coming out of the East. Now, moving to Brooklyn, they just need a defensive big man. They don't, and they might not even need that. These dudes, this is probably, I don't know, best offense ever. Um, This Kevin Durant not playing, starting to bother me, starting to worry me a little bit. I would be worried if I was a Brooklyn Nets fan. Um, I don't know, man. Just knick-knack injuries here and there coming off an injury like an Achilles. It just it makes me uneasy, makes me unsettled. But I think if, first of all, uh, we hear that Cleveland might buy Andre Drummond out. And I heard on ESPN the other day that, like, the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers were the front runners. But the Brooklyn Nets was really the front runner. And at that point, I'm sick of the fucking Brooklyn Nets. How much do you need? At that point, this championship don't even mean shit because, I mean, damn. (laughs) I thought we was out of the the super team era, and here these motherfuckers go right back with this shit. And what does it even mean? So if they get Andre Drummond on Brooklyn and sign, sealed, and delivered, they will win a championship. and, And I mean steamroll through the playoffs. Probably they might go six games with somebody. Um, Hassan Whiteside, y'all know that's my guy. I'd be okay with that one because that's 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 I'd be okay with that one. Um, that are definitely the problems that they have in the paint that are definitely fixed. That and then you got somebody like Stephen Adams uh, with the Pelicans. The Pelicans kind of need to get rid of him. He clog up the lane too much. Zion needs that lane uh, to create. So those three, I think, would be ideal for Brooklyn. 
Now, I was thinking about the uh, Bucks, and y'all gonna have to forgive me, but I, I just I didn't see nothing. I didn't really see anything that I would do. I mean, unless you getting a superstar, which they cannot. There ain't really. They just kind of where they are. Well, what well, what do you add to the Bucks? I mean, you got Brooke Lopez. I mean, I guess you could upgrade at center, but giving up who? What do you sacrifice to upgrade at center? So, if you told me Brooklyn could get Nikola Vucevic, who's on my list for another team down the line, but if you told me they could get him, okay, I'm I'm with that. Uh, but for who? Are you going to trade Drew Holiday for him? If you got to do that, I don't like it. Chris Middleton for him? I don't really mm, – I, I don't know. I might I might be okay with the Chris – no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Uh, so, I really couldn't picture how to just make them a better squad. So I have to work on that one. So y'all gotta forgive me, but um, Milwaukee's never been good to me, so I'm not good to y'all. You gotta pay me, boy, for me to help y'all get better. <sighs> Excuse me, I had to take a swig. All right, now Boston, Danny Ainge. I'm about to get on your ass if yeah. <laughs> If you do not figure out how to make this team go to the finals, man, we got young studs, and you've had all of these draft picks and all of this capital and all of these assets, but what the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I could ask anybody, what does, uh, what does Boston need? And everybody who watches basketball – knows the answer is they need a real center and then they need depth on the bench. So you have a $28 million trade exception. Let me get that to y'all again. A $28 million trade exception. That's a fucking max player. And you still got some picks. So therefore, if you don't end up with a real center, and a couple of depth pieces, I want to call Danny Ainge to the carpet. Enough is enough. You should have, I mean, the Kyrie Irving shit was cool. You should have never done it. Uh, the way and the reasons he wanted to leave Cleveland should have told you something. And this, actually, the Kyrie move set you fucking back. That, that move right there set you back. <laughs> And then you end up getting this $28 million trade exception from Gordon Hayward. But if you can't make anything happen with all of these assets, what's the point of having them? What Eventually, you can't just keep hoarding all of this shit. You got to make a decision. You got to fire away or else your target going to be gone. And that is where you are. So fix this shit, man. If y'all, if, if, if Boston ended up with an Andre Drummond, or Vucevic, they right, they right in the mix, right in the mix again to come out the East. But if they don't, shit, they might be out of here. Uh, right now we got Philly and Brooklyn in the one and two seed. They won't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. 
Won't happen. They're going to get their ass beat by one of them teams I just mentioned. So if he don't get one of these done, then it's over. And I'm going to come up here and I'm going to talk mad shit. So get it done, Danny. Now, my squad is getting a little, getting a little warm up in here. You know, Miami Heat, Jimmy Buckets, you know what I mean? The show named after him. <laughs> uh, Man, so I think the Heat, when I watch them play, um, I see a need for a, another big, a power forward. And I see a need for playmaking. So somebody like Kyle Lowry would be absolutely perfect. Another dog, go out there, lock motherfuckers up, play hard, play to the last dribble, shoot the three, take charges. This is this is Pat Riley type basketball. I would love it. I would love it. Also, I would like to – I wouldn't – I wouldn't – I'm not going to say I would like to see it because I wouldn't really be trying to trade too much for this guy, and I don't think he would cost this much, but I would I would like to see LaMarcus Aldridge go to the Heat because then now you have a a big, uh, savvy veteran. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys I always think – you need veterans. I'm not one of those, ah, oh, young, 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 young. You got to have a nice mix. So you got a veteran. You got Actually, you got Jimmy Butler. You got Goran Dragic. You got a couple of vets. But you could always have another vet. LaMarcus Aldridge. And then now this is somebody, absolute money from the mid-range. Spread the floor out a little bit. Hit the corner three. Absolute money from the mid-range. So to me, he's an easy bucket. Well, you got Jimmy Butler, you got Bam, you got Gorn, but a lot of um, Duncan Robinson is just a shooter. Tyler Hero, Hero, he can go get a bucket. He can go do that. But it's always good, man, when you're going in these close playoff games to just have somebody that you can go and get you a damn bucket. And that's what he can do. And uh, I would like to see that. And then – I thought about it. Maybe, you know, Victor Oladipo on the year rental. I think he averaging like 20 points right now. Um, what, to play the two? I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that either. And then, man, a bunch of the other teams, I was looking at them, but I really don't want to talk about them because none of these other teams I don't think have a shot. Uh, shout out to Charlotte Hornets. Um, LaMelo Ball. I apologize, bro. I did not think you were going to be as good as you are. I'm a man. I can admit when I was wrong, even though that's not often. But <laughs> I can admit when I was wrong. Uh, I was wrong about you. Uh, you shooting. You distributing. You rebounding. You look like a fucking pro, man. Um, you look like a, a future all-star. And so I'm happy for you. I'm happy for Jordan. That man finally... Uh, made a correct draft pick So I'm happy I'm happy to see you winning out here um, I already said Shout out to the Knicks uh, But these teams aren't, They ain't really you know, They ain't really going nowhere So I'm going to move over to the West Is that okay with y'all? 
Y'all can't tell me nothing, so I'm going to just assume that y'all said it was okay. All right, now, moving over to the Utah Jazz. Um... Again, that was some more. That was that's another team where I looked at and I'm like, damn, I don't know what I would do to make them better. They're the number one seed in the whole NBA. They're playing defense. They shooting the fucking lights out. Uh, they got playmakers and uh, Spider and Conley. You Bogdanovich and get his fucking bucket with that YMCA game. But I'm not gonna knock the old fundamental game. That's where this shit came from. Fundamentals, that's the essence. And matter of fact, in the in a in a era of where flash is it and you know the sizzle, fundamental was that stake. Don't get it fucked up. There wasn't nothing flashy about Tim Duncan. That man on the short list of greatest players of all time, because he was just fundamentally sound. I will outsmart you, nigga. I know where this how this ball coming off the rim. Uh, if if y'all double teaming me, I'm kicking it out. I know how to do this shit. I know I'm bank shots. I know all of that. Um, so I don't. There ain't really nothing. I mean, the Utah Jazz is the Utah Jazz. It's either <laughs> you you have what you have, or you some kind of way masterfully pull off getting some superstar. But what would you trade? Uh, Mike Conley plus what? You know what I mean? I don't see it. You can't get a superstar. Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, that's not going to get you a superstar. You will have to trade Rudy, which you don't want to do. That's your defensive anchor. And then Spider, he the face of the fucking team. So what do you do? So I, I think they're in a the good spot, man. I still don't know if I trust them, like, to go to the finals type shit, but – Right now, um, I'm really, really iffy. Anthony Davis got me worried. And if he isn't healthy, the path to the finals is wide open in the West. It's wide open, wide open. So, um, shit, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that'll be – we'll put a pin in that one. That'll be a, a – what is it? To be – a TBD, to be determined. Um, Phoenix Suns. Now, this is another team. I know what they need, but the player didn't jump out to me right away. I, they need defense uh, on the bench, right? If you look at the bench, we got like a Dario Sarge um, offensive players. The the bench has a punch, but you need a little you I'm I'm a defensive guy, man. I just am. You need a little bit of defense. So if they could end up minor tweaks, you know what I mean? Uh Trevor Reza. Um, you know, savvy veteran defender. Trevor PJ Tucker. Uh something like that. I I think and plus again, this is another veteran. These dudes are young. He dudes are young, with the exception of, like, CP3. Um, and shout out to that man, because the Suns number two in the West. I don't I don't know if y'all know this shit, if y'all paying attention. The Phoenix Suns are number two in the West, and no Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire did not come back. <laughs> so think about that for a second while I take another sip. Right. Did it sink in? The Phoenix Suns are number two in the West. That's fucking incredible. So, 
Shout out. And all they did, mind you, they didn't even make the playoffs last year. They added CP3. CP3 need his own little room in the Hall of Fame. It's going to just be different. That shit going to be like just a team make better or some shit, you know, whatever it is. That's what he need. Um, Now, we move on to O's team. And this is pretty clear. They fucking need a big man because Anthony Davis got me worried, man. He really, really does. We just saw this shit with Kevin Durant in the finals with Golden State. It went from like a a, a, a calf injury. But then when they was hollering calf, you looking at, at, at Kevin Durant walking off the court and shit, rubbing his back, his leg. That motherfucker was rubbing his Achilles, right? And you looking like, man, some shit ain't right. And we got, they got to bring him back for the finals, and then he pop his shit. If the Lakers are not careful, I'm telling you, that's what this is. And I seen this shit from early in the season. He Something didn't look, he ain't been healthy from the beginning of the season. Anthony Davis, who is also prone to have little knick-knack injuries all through his career, all through the season, soft tissue injuries, shit like that. And he just never really looked right to me. And I didn't think he was, like, mailing it in or feeling like, oh, I just won the title. I could just come in here and show up and motherfuckers going to lose. It, it didn't seem like that to me. But the lack of a – it was like a lack of aggression. And my ears and shit perked up. I told oh, like, man, you, what Anthony Davis looking like to you? I don't remember what he said, but I'm the one that brought up the injury. Like, bro, something ain't right. Like, something ain't right. Just watch him. Something, something is off. Something ain't right. And lo and behold, he was supposed to only miss, what, uh, a couple of weeks? And now they done added another couple of weeks to that shit, man. Shut him down to the – I don't even know, because that's another thing, because it's like, okay, if you shut him down and then you activate him in the playoffs, this shit real now. Game is real, way more physical. So, I don't know, man. I really don't want to see the man uh, have his career at risk and pop his shit. That, that's the last thing that I want to I really, really don't want to see that happen to the man. So, man, y'all just be careful, bro. And, and Anthony Davis... If your shit ain't right, don't you don't you step foot on that fucking court. They don't, they don't know your body or none of that. I don't give a damn about the pressure or none of that, bro. If you not feeling right, do not step foot on that court. Plain and simple. Don't do not do it. Don't succumb to the pressure. You got the rest of your career to do whatever else it is. If your ass need to sit out, sit out, bro. That, that's all I can say. So um, I would absolutely hate it. Because I'm no longer a Laker fan. Uh, I was a Laker fan when Kobe was there. Didn't like how they did my nigga his last couple of years with that bullshit-ass supporting cast he had around him. I didn't respect it. Um, nor did I respect how they ran him into the ground for him to pop his fucking Achilles, if y'all remember that, carrying these niggas on his back to just dragging them to the playoffs because we had uh, – we, because they had Mike D'Antoni as a fucking coach, and he's not that great of a coach for real. He know how to play one way. I don't give a fuck who on the team or none of that. We got five shacks. We running and gunning. No, motherfucker. Find a way to switch our shit up. 
and you got to adjust your game plan to your players. Don't make everybody fit into your system. Fit your system around your players. You know it was bad when you got two seven-footers, one as skilled as Pau Gasol, and then you got Dwight Howard, and the first thing you do is figure out a way to bench one of them. You fucking it. I'm about to straight go. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to straight go. Look, I ain't even finna talk about that. I'm finna straight go off on this, man. He ain't even a coach no more. Fuck that nigga. Look, but anyway, uh, Lakers, Hassan Whiteside, really the best thing for y'all would be Andre Drummond. He not Anthony Davis. But he a, a what, a 15 and 12 or something walking, just waking up, getting out of bed. He getting you double-digit rebounds and double-digit double digit points without a single call being played, a, a single play being called for him. So I think that would be the best move for y'all. And plus, y'all don't – the Lakers really playing good defense. You don't want to lose the defense. So somebody like Vucevic, while he could put the ball, he could put the ball in the hole – that's not really going to help y'all defensively. So, Andre Drummond, uh, I think Hassan Whiteside, y'all could get by with that. Y'all could get by with that. Um, who else was I thinking about for y'all? Uh, that, that's that's really it, man, to, to make me think. You could always get JaVale McGee back. But if AD don't come back, JaVale McGee, not like it's over with. That's not enough for y'all to actually win the shit, win the title. So if even if you get AD back, you still need JaVale McGee. Because I'm sorry, I thought Pal, uh, Mark Gasol was going to be better. No, he is a D-U-N, all capital letters. That nigga is, seems to be done. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to be able to use some veteran savvy to do some shit in the playoffs, man, make the right pass, hit the right shot. But it seemed like only thing he's going to be able to do is one pass and one shot. So that nigga need to go on mothballs. Uh, Clippers. This was kind of easy to me. They did not get Rondo. I don't even know what Rondo is doing in Atlanta. I got to be honest with y'all. I don't really pay much attention to the Hawks. I don't – I don't – I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Trey Young. That's uh to me that's all all sizzle, no steak. Um I'm not really yeah, my co host, he liked this shit, but like I said, though, that's cause he was an athlete and he was into the fraternity and he don't like talking shit about these players unless it's Jimmy Butler, which is crazy to me, but whatever. But I'm not one of them dudes if a Something to me ain't right if you could just score 30 every night, but y'all lose every night. Something ain't adding up to me. Something ain't right. Like, that shit don't make no sense. Uh, Trey Young, big head ass, can put the ball in. The <laughs> hey, hey, y'all, he got a big ass head, don't he? Stop playing. Trey Young got a, I don't even know. He got a, man, he got a pregnant head. Like, even his hair, it looked like. It's like, you know, the uh, Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees head, like the the how the hair look on this shit, how it just kind of look like a rug, like it's kind of ruggish, and and like splintered and shit. That's what his head look like. It look like Trey Young head. If you grab his hair, it look like you could just pull it off. Like you could just pull his whole head off, and he got another head. 
right, that shit was whack. <laughs> anyway, I ain't no Jonah like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I don't really pay them no attention. Rondo, Clippers should have did whatever they had to do to go get him. They didn't. Now I don't know if he would be up for a trade or none of that shit. But if that's not the case, I think the best thing for the Clippers would be Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio? What the fuck you mean, Ricky Rubio? Yes, Ricky Rubio. The Clippers, excuse me, the Clippers need a legitimate point guard who can get people the ball in the right situations for positive results. I absolutely love Patrick Beverly. Love him. He a dog from my fucking city. And what is there not to love? Play defense, talk shit, and all of that. But he ain't no point guard for real people. He is in the NBA because he is an irritant and he plays defense. He got better shooting the three. But that's not his thieves. He's in the NBA for hustle. That's why he's there. Now, in an ideal situation, he wouldn't start for me. He would be, um, which I don't even really think he is. He not Marcus Smart offensively. But that's what he is. He he the Marcus Smart mode of a player, which is fine. But if you notice Marcus Smart, he come off the bench. Um, sometimes he don't always come off the bench. They they miss and match him. But you get what I'm saying. Ideally, I could either find a spot for him at the two, Patrick Beverly. I'm talking about at the two, or he would come off my bench. So therefore, I think it's very clear, uh, Ricky Rubio, a be that guy to help them out. We have, uh, we got the Morris brother. We got Kawhi. We got Paul George. These dudes can get their own shots. But when I watch them play, my problem is that none of their baskets look easy. None of them. It's like ISO, take somebody off the dribble, score, you can't guard me. And that's cool. And motherfuckers like, yeah, but that is easy for them. It's cool, but what about when they're not making them shots? Like, that happens. Motherfuckers D you up, bro. You're not making all of them all of them shots. Like, that shit look cute. It's cool, but you're not making all of them shots. At the end of the day, you're going to need some somebody to do a, a simple pick and roll. You're going to need somebody to hit somebody in their shooting pocket. Man, I think Ricky Rubio, and he's also improved as a shooter. I think Ricky Rubio would enhance the Clippers tremendously and I always wanted them to get more size but if there's no AD hmm if there's no AD you could fuck around and win this title without the size just think about that for a second not well no I'm standing on that I think you could um, and I had to take it. Nah, 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 nah. I'm lying. I'm lying. If you play the if you play the seventy sixers and you that interior sweet, you you gonna be in some trouble. Um, Denver. I will. Boy, I wish I. I know y'all wish I didn't let go of Jeremy Grant now, don't you? That motherfucking Detroit balling out. 
Um, man, for Denver, you you got to figure out some kind of way to get off of Gary Harris' contract. And um, that's another place I wouldn't I wouldn't mind like a Trevor Ariza going to. Um, there's some more guys, Evan Evan Fournier. It's some more guys, cause you look at Denver, and they don't have the depth that they used to have, and I feel like certain something about the coach's philosophy is holding Michael Porter Jr. back. So he needs to play the four, and we got old ass. Uh, he ain't a bad player, but he old. My nigga, uh, Millsap, Paul Millsap. So, if you could find a way to get off of Gary Harris and Paul Millsap, bring in a true small forward, and I have Michael Porter at the four. I don't know, maybe a Buddy Hill. Ooh, Buddy Hill. I like that. Buddy Hill going to Denver. Uh... Hold on, let me see something. I gotta let me fact check something for y'all real quick. I gotta see where Buddy at right now. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't, I can't, uh, I can't think of it. Let me type this in real quick. I put the uh, the Jeopardy music on for y'all. Do 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 do. Who are the Sacramento Kings? That's the team he plays on. That's tragic because, oh, shit, he December 17th? He a couple of days before me. Shout out to fucking Buddy Hill, son. But, yeah, so if you can get Buddy Hill, um, I would like that, man. I would like that. Maybe work out a three-team trade or something. Get you a Buddy Hill. Get you a Trevor Ariza. Buddy slide to the three. Michael Porter play his natural position. Uh, uh, a reason come off your bench or start when you need him to, depending on who you playing, because he can still d up. I like that. I think that'd be good for them. I don't. Gary Harris don't fucking impress me at all. Uh, he he's. I mean, you know, he an NBA player. He's a good player, but he just he don't do nothing for me. Now, mind you, when I'm saying all of these trades, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to say this is what you need to do to get better, maybe even go to the finals. Gary Harris ain't it. They need to upgrade. Um, Now, this one got me a little excited because uh, there was rumors about this. Aaron Gordon to the Portland Trailblazers. I like it a lot. I like that a lot. I'm going to say it again. I like it a lot. Aaron Gordon defends super fucking athletic. And when you play with a Dame, a CJ, we open up these lanes. Nurkic is not really like a shooter per se. He can, he can, you know, he can go out 15 feet though, hit him, hit a shot. But, but Gordon, they don't have that. They don't have the explosive three or the explosive four who could take the opponent off the dribble, go to the rack and put a nigga in the basket. That's big. And on top of that, 
when you are a contending team and and you see people don't think about shit like this, man. When you're on a contending team, right, and then you play in the playoffs, it, it it's usually not a bunch of blowouts unless you just overmatch. But just think about the fear that Dame put in the heart of a of an opponent. We already know, man, you scared of Dame. You don't want him to have a ball with the last possession, last shot in the game on the line. You don't you scared of that. But man, what what kind of momentum shifter would it be if you got a nigga like Aaron Gordon, it, man, blocking and shot, running down, putting a three sixty on the motherfucker? Like, what kind of momentum change could that be in the game that could help you turn the series around? I like it, man. I really like it. I like all of the moves that they made in the off season. I like them getting Covington. I like them getting Derrick uh, Jones. From Miami, I didn't like Miami losing him. That dude was a defender, and he was also a Skywalker, but he not Aaron Gordon. Uh, so you probably have to give him up, but that's fine for Aaron Gordon. Um, to me, ultimately, though, I'm standing on this. I don't think Portland can win unless you break that backcourt up. I'm sorry. CJ is a great player. They're too fucking small, and they can't play no defense. Your point guard and your shooting guard can't play no defense. So you tell me what team in the NBA don't have a point guard or a shooting guard that don't need to be guarded. I'll wait as I take a sip. I know. I couldn't think of none either. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like I don't think these dudes is good together, but if the goal is to win the title – some shit got to change. We've seen the experiment now for five, six years. I mean, shit. What what, what more evidence do you actually need? I think it's proven. Uh, they went against the Warriors. Kevin Durant got hurt. They still got swept. They got swept without Kevin Durant on the team. He was injured. They got swept. What else do we need to see? Against the best teams, it don't fucking work out. They are too little of a backcourt. And I'm going to stand on that. So, hopefully, uh, and I'm not saying trade CJ for Aaron Gordon. CJ a better player than him. But I'm just saying, they, they might want to look into that. Because if, if you could package CJ a draft pick and maybe like Derrick Jones Jr., ain't no telling who the fuck you might be able to get back. You might be able to get back a straight star. And with that being said, uh, Dallas, Dallas got me like, I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Dallas, Dallas got me kind of, uh, let me befuddled. That Dallas, Dallas got me kind of befuddled. I, I don't know, cause at this point, I've had enough of Kristaps Porzingis. The dude is just hurt too goddamn much for me, so. We can't really plan the future because this dude only going to be here half the time. So, with that being said, if I know this, other teams know this. So, can you really get that much for him in a trade? Probably not. I wouldn't trade you that much if I know he just – you finna give me damaged assets. Um, They lost shooting when they traded Seth Curry. Should not have done that. I don't know. I feel like they, they need a few things, man. They, they need – they need a few things. Uh, I wouldn't mind LaMarcus Aldridge going over there. 
But they need some defense. They they need a they need some shit. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That that's another one I'm gonna have to come back to, really dive in, really pay attention to it. And uh and see so I can come up with something intelligent for y'all. But right now I really don't they GM gotta know more than me, cause I, I'm I'm kinda lost with them. I, I don't know what the fuck they should do. But I wanna talk about this. The Golden State Warriors. Do y'all realize that they gonna fuck around and have the number one overall pick in this upcoming draft? <laughs> because they flipped D'Angelo Russell for Minnesota's first round pick. Do y'all remember in the beginning of the show when I talked about how big of a fucking abortion the Minnesota Timberwolves team is? They still the same. They still completely trash. Recycle men on fire. Worst team in the NBA. Worst record it says so. I'm not picking on them. I just talk about them the same way every other team talk about them. Oh, they on the schedule? That's a win because they fucking trash. So... The Golden State Warriors are in a position to where they have a few tradable assets, and then they probably got the number one overall pick. So let's look at this. They got that pick, which is definitely going to be a top three pick. Ain't no way around that. So you got that's, – that's gold. You got Andrew Wiggins, and you got Wiseman, and you got Kelly Oubre, right? So that's four chips. I could use in a trade. So if I called up Washington and I say, yo, I got James Wiseman, this pick, and I'm going to go ahead and throw in Andrew Wiggins. You don't think they could get Bradley Beal from the the Wizards? I I do. So imagine – Bradley Beal, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson next year. Mm-hmm. That that's that's kind of serious right there. That's kind of serious right there. Um, if I could, I would like to hold on to Wiseman, but Wiseman he's he probably more valuable than Wiggins is at this point, but. If I could hold on to Wiseman, I would, but I don't know if you would be able to. So, I mean, Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, – but, shit, they already had Kelly Oubre. But Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, and that – that's a big deal, though. That pick, that's that motherfucker going to be top three. Or you could probably just trade Wiggins and Oubre for Nikola Vucevic. Huh? Huh? I'm just throwing shit out there. I'm just letting y'all know, man. Do not be, excuse me, do not be surprised if the Warriors pull off some some shit that make everybody mad again at them. Cause they got the assets to do it. I just I just laid it out for you. Wiseman is a, a big man with hella promise. He was a top three pick, number two pick in the draft just this past year. We got Wiggins. I don't really think he all that good, but he all right for the for the purposes of this conversation. He all right. He decent. He a, he a decent player. Ubre, decent player. And the pick? Come on now. 
I should be able, I should be able to go to the grocery store and get me all kind of dope ass shit. I, I'm shopping in the organic section with this shit. So I don't know, man. Y'all can uh, y'all can let me know what y'all think. I just want to jump in here, talk about this trade deadline, man, because we have uh, about a week, about a week. So I think I'm gonna get back to y'all before the deadline. Maybe I'll update these teams that I didn't, that I missed. Who did I miss? I missed the Bucks. Nah, nah. I talked about them. I talked about them. I didn't really know what to do that much, but I think I gave I gave some scenarios. I didn't really know what to do with the Jazz, and I didn't really know what to do with Dallas for sure. The Spurs talk about them for what what where, where are they going? They not fucking going nowhere. So with that being said, I think uh, shit. I, I I think we can get out of here. Uh, everybody, as always, thank you for rocking with me. Um. This is another time I miss Otis because he is way better with the drops and the shout outs than I am. This shit, I, I'm sorry. If you love me, I love you back. I just put it like that. And uh, yeah, I will holler at y'all next week for episode 30 something. And we will holler at you. Ski, ski out. <laughs> lo, lo, loco. Estudio. Estudio. Loco. Loco. Estudio. 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 Estudio.